Hi, this is Tony Tolato, and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, horror, fantasy, and comics help us explore our own humanity. Hi, welcome to Season 2 of Bite. This is Tony Tolato. And so parenting in an apocalypse, it's, it's not the same way not that existed. we would do it, you know. You know how it works. Any views are usually two to four minutes long, but sometimes they can be a little longer. Tony, when you when you live long enough, all kinds of strange things happen. <laughs> You're very right in saying that the Greek heroes were the original superheroes. In part because of the hopeful nature of Gene's vision, but also because of its message of diversity and inclusion. The term passion project took on a new meaning for Harry Lennox in the film he produced and starred in called Revival. There's more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. I do want to talk about a project that I know is very dear to you, and that's Revival. Um, I mean, you played Punch's pilot years ago, and now you return to him again. I mean, did, did you kind of have a different perspective on him now that you're older and, and wiser? I don't know that I had, the, you know, the, the play, I guess, the, the, the opera that I did in, 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 in uh, college at mm -hmm. Northwestern. Yeah, we did it my senior year with the great George Newbern, who's on. Uh, oh yeah, great. Um, yeah, how to get away? Not how to get away with. Uh, yes, scandal. He's on scandal. Yes, from time to time, and Marietta DePrima, his wife. Um, we had a lot of of uh, cool people in that production, but that was a pretty. You know, Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber did a pretty good job of presenting the oh, conflict. Yeah. And Pontius Pilate. So that's, I mean, the Gospels sort of do a lot of the heavy lifting. I think that Pontius Pilate is mm -hmm. known historically to have been a ruthless um, uh, killer of, mm -hmm. of, of a lot of the dissidents and the people in Judea. However, the Gospels present a very interesting and intriguing figure. He doesn't want to do this. Right. And I think we that remains consistent. So in a way, I guess I had a bit of a head start having played him and also fact that I wrote the script, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, I was, yeah, I was a pretty quick study for it because what happened was that my good friend Angus McFadgen of Braveheart, yeah, uh, played Robert the Bruce. He was supposed to do it, but he was snowed in. Uh, uh, he was he was on the television show Turn. That's right. At the time, and they would not allow any flights to come west because of the they predicted a snowstorm. So I had to do it at the last minute, and uh, I only brought up the fact that I wrote it because I. I had to be a quick study. I had to learn them all in about an hour. Oh, wow. Well, good for <laughs> yeah. you. So what, yeah. So what the heck? What's it like to wear the producer's hat, too, and to bring this project together? Because you really assembled quite a, a, a talent pool for this. Yes. Well, a lot of that is uh, due to my partner, my co-creator of, of Revival, is somebody that I go to church with. Her name is Dr. Holly Carter. She's a force of nature. Mm -hmm. And in the faith-based space, and she does a lot of work. So she was well-known to people like uh, Shaka Khan, for example. Yeah. Modern Music was her client. Uh, Michelle Williams was her client. She's friends with Wendy Wickell Robinson. So a lot of that was done just because Holly is, uh, is so well-known and well-regarded. But I also, you know, as, as the producer of it, my chief goal was to just try to keep all of the balls in the air because I, I was also the chief financier. So it was really... Wow. Yeah, so it was really quite daunting, and it's been several years in the making, but we're at the point now where I think it's ready to, to be seen and 
and enjoyed. And I think we, we can uh, really win some some hearts and minds here. Well, that, that's awesome. I mean, to do you have a, an appreciation now of what it's like to produce being on this side of it, uh, you know, as opposed to just be acting in something? Certainly, I do. Uh, <laughs> however, you know, I've been doing, I've been producing and directing since I was in high school, really. Oh, cool. So I, uh, yeah, so in theater, I produced plays literally since I was twenty years old, or something, and um, directed as well, and mostly in theater. Mm. Um, but you know, one day I might try, if I could try my hand, and you know, in the celluloid world or something, TV. But it's been. Uh, but it's great. You know, I think actors should be producers. I think that that goes back to some of my favorite people, the people who did United Artists, for example. Those are actors uh, yes. who founded United Artists. They wanted more control, and they wanted to extend their career, and they wanted to actually be able to control some of the aesthetic that was being put out there. And, yeah. and I think that that's uh, a natural um, evolution, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, definitely. And the music, is it primarily gospel music in this? I would call it entirely gospel, but gospel is a pretty wide field. It, it you know, is. We, yeah. You know, you got the hip hop gospel and you That's got right. traditional gospel and spirituals and we we've got a pretty fair sampling of all of it. Um oh, cool. Molly Music who plays Jesus Christ wrote most of it and uh but we've got some old old standards that people will recognize and I think quite enjoy. Yeah, the music is is so wonderful. I, I, I didn't get introduced to gospel music personally. Mm. Until I was out of high school. I was in a seminary high school, going to be a Catholic priest. Oh, wow. Yeah. And one day, a girl I was uh, dating took me to church, and uh, I heard this music. And I I was like, well, where has this been all my life? Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So, I I love it. I'm as big a fan as uh, as anybody of the form. And Mm -hmm. I'm proud to have been the first, uh, or among the first people to put, really, the black faith experience. Mm. into an entertainment venue where yeah. people can experience it as art and not just as, you know, worship uh, that's on a Sunday. But, you know, this is really black culture, as it were, black faith culture uh, mm-hmm. in a in an exhibition form. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's something quite new. Yeah. yeah. It's part of American culture, really. As far, that's the way I look at it, too. It's very Absolutely. much Americana and... Uh, I mean, I mean, I grew up with rock and roll, but mm-hmm. when I started to to look at the roots of rock and roll, I mean, where would rock and roll be if not for that gospel influence in it? I mean, it it just influenced so many artists in the beginning, and it's still doing it. It's really amazing. Without question, you know. I mean, yeah. I think even uh, Elvis Presley, uh, definitely. You, you know the. the Little Richard, the people who who invented rock and roll, yeah. were all listening to that. You know, largely in the South and so forth. But uh, mm-hmm. Rosetta Tharp, for example, was a great influencer of people like Jackie Wilson and yeah, and a bunch of others. And she could rock and roll. You know, she was she was gold. Yeah. So uh, yeah, because it it's a long association, and and uh, and it wouldn't be the case unless it were unless it was extraordinarily powerful music. Look for revival on Tubi and on Amazon. For Byte, this is Tony Talata.